Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan London, if this is your first Geekscape uh, podcast. And um, <laughs> and honestly, I'm overcome with a lot of anxiety doing this episode. Uh, we are remembering our friend Grant Amahara today. Grant and I weren't the closest friends. Grant is somebody who I met at Mel Kylo's Barbecue, as you meet everybody at Mel Kylo's Legendary Barbecue. And if you've been listening to Geekscape for a long time, uh, you've see- you've heard Mel on the show or seen Mel on the show. And Mel used to throw these legendary barbecues. Um, and that's where I met Grant. This is probably 10 years ago. And uh, I wasn't a fan of Mythbusters or, uh, or or BattleBots. And it wasn't because I wasn't a fan of those shows. I just didn't watch them. And many of you do know Grant through Mythbusters and, uh, and BattleBots. But to me, I was like, oh, that's the guy from Mythbusters and BattleBots. Those are shows I don't watch. But hey, how are you doing? And I met him. And immediately, super nice guy. But uh those Mel's barbecues were just <laughs> there were so many people to know. And I think over the years, uh Grant's just somebody that you would see at Comic Con. And I think that when you talk to anybody, uh you'd be like, What well, Grant Imahara was he's just always there. He was always hanging out. And um more recently, uh you guys know that if you're a Geekscapist, we put together a short film over the last two years uh called Chasing Fletcher Allen. Our partner in that, our third partner is a guy named Fawn Davis. Fawn runs Fonco. And Grant, his robotics uh, shop, is over at Fonco. So anytime we would be over there filming or working on the film, Grant would be around. And just like the last 10 years, hey, there, Grant's around. Uh, if you need anything, Grant's there. Grant would always like pop in, see what you're up to. Uh, wandering around the hallways, you'd see Grant. Um, Grant was always around. Um I asked Grant over the last few months if he'd like to come on the show. And Grant and I always had that agreement. We can't do it now, but we can always do it later. There's always later. Um, well, Grant and Mahara, if you don't know, you, you probably do know, uh, 
Grant Imahara passed away on Monday. And I, it is a tough one because I told you guys that we were friendly acquaintances. Um, really, Grant was a very close friend of Heidi's. Uh, Heidi's my girlfriend. She'll be joining us on this later on. Uh, and I think in the, in the years since my divorce, like in, in dating Heidi, uh, obviously there was some emotional fluctuation on my part where it's like, ah, the push pull of it just wasn't ready. And uh, when you're Heidi's friend and my friend, you know, Grant was definitely more Heidi's friend. Grant was like, man, Jonathan's got to figure it out because Heidi's here. She's wonderful. All this. Grant was definitely like Heidi's friend. And I value that he was Heidi's friend, that he was there for her. Um, and she talked to Grant all the time. She talked to Grant this past Friday. Um, and I value that friendship. And two years ago, I went to see Heidi's play. Uh, it was the hottest day of the year, and the theater, the AC unit had broken. And I come in to get my seats, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to sit here in this play for two hours. It's me all grumbly. I got to sit here for two hours and watch this play. And I go to my seat, and right next to it is Grant and Mahara. He had come to the play. And, hey, Jonathan, how are you? It's always, hey, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, here's this guy that everybody loves who's just the nicest dude, and he's brilliant, and he's kind, and he's just literally the best of any of us. And he's always, hey, Jonathan. Uh, the last time I saw uh, Granny Mahara was earlier this year at our friend Matt Altman's birthday. Matt will be joining us in a bit. Uh, Matt had his birthday, and... I found myself where I usually find myself at the birthdays over by the snacks. And uh, I don't remember if it was a cake, but I do know that Mel Kylo, who had uh, introduced me to Grant early on at the barbecue, Mel had brought all these cupcakes and nobody was eating the cupcakes. And so I found myself at this table with several cupcakes on it. And it's just me and Grant and Grant and I are looking at each other. Like, is anybody going to eat these cupcakes? Nobody's going to eat the cupcakes. I mean, nobody wants to be the person who breaks into the snacks. Well, I'll be the person who breaks into the snacks because after negotiating it with, with Grant, it was clearly I was going to be the guy who breaks into it. And because <laughs> I can't do anything in moderation, I eat a cupcake and then I start eating another cupcake. And I noticed that Grant starts laughing at how much I'm eating the cupcakes. So I just start shoving the cupcakes in my mouth because Grant's laughing. And if you know, if somebody starts laughing, Jonathan's just going to keep going full bore with it because I'm like a monkey pushing a button. I can't help myself. I got to get that treat. Um, and that was the last time I saw Grant was making him laugh at Matt Altman's party, who's going to be joining us. And, um, and, uh, and that was it. And, and, and talking a month since about him coming on this show, it was always, we can do this later. Oh, I'm busy right now. We can do this later. Well, we can't do this later. Uh, Grant's gone. And, uh, and man, I wish that I had just been a little tougher <laughs> and said, no, man, we should really do it this week. Or I wish he'd schedule it had been a little bit more uh, forgiving and we'd gotten a chance to do this. So uh, in lieu of that, I've got a couple of his friends here to talk about Grant. And like I did two weeks ago on this very feed about my older brother who was killed, uh, we want to celebrate him through stories. I want to share stories about him. And it's a little bit of a different situation. My brother's been dead 20 years, and I did that feed two weeks ago just to celebrate his life and to reclaim a day that for me was a day of pain. But Grant just died on Monday. 
And I was driving and Heidi got the news and I see the, her face crumble and she starts to repeat the words, but, he, but, but he's my friend and he's my friend. And this morning my alarm woke her up and she had about a split second of peace before she remembered where she was and the circumstances we were in. And she started crying again. This is a tough reality and this is a raw reality. It's the reality that we're faced with. It's a reality without Grant Imahara. This fucking timeline needs to be reset and we have lost the person brilliant enough to build the time machine to reset it. So it's not good. This is going to be tough, uh, but I am going to start bringing in his friends to share stories. And uh, first I want to introduce you to my good friend. He's no stranger to Geekscape. He's been on several times, but he's a dear friend of ours and he's in Chasing Fletcher Allen, which we did with Fonco. And with Grant wandering around and checking in on us. Uh, it's my good friend, Yuri Lowenthal. Here he is. Hey, Yuri, how are you, man? Hey, you know, uh, loaded question, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging in. Bit of a loaded question, man. You yeah. doing okay over there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I made you a lower third. Do you want to see it? Sure. Uh, like, I go to you and, and I, I put your, this is how professional Geekscape's been. Love it. Wow. Jerry Lowenthal, a.k.a. Spider-Man. Is it, is, is, is it terrible? Is it on the nose that I did that? <laughs> oh, no. You're like the guy who wears the band. Bands I'm, I'm the guy who wears my own band's t-shirt. But yeah. you're also in the band. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like fanception at that point. If, if, you know, honestly, if I had had a t-shirt with Grant's face on it, um, then I would have worn that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, funny. I'll, I'll, that that goes right into a story. Actually, uh, we were once at uh, we 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 met uh, at a at a convention once. We met at uh, through a mutual friend at DragonCon, which uh, many years ago. Which who you you know? I wasn't even a guest that year. I just heard it was a good time, and a friend of mine who you know always made it a good time uh, invited me, and then that first night. Uh, as we were going from, you know, hotel room to hotel room and, and drinking far too much, he introduced me to his friend, Grant Ipahara, who, of course, I recognized right away. And I'm like, well, this is going to be like those situations where your famous friend introduces you another famous friend. And they're like, yeah, hey, good to meet you. Um, and then and then that's it. Um, and uh, that was not at all what happened. Um, Grant was immediately uh, awesome and super caring and fun and probably, you know, half in the bag. Uh, but we just, we ended up having this great time. And then, you know, Dragon Con ends like, like all parties end and you, uh, you go home and you don't expect people to uh, uh, acknowledge or remember what happens at Dragon Con. Um, but that was not the case with Grant. And uh, so, but the, the thing that I was just going to say that you reminded me of is uh, we were once traveling to a convention uh, abroad, I believe we were all in the airport together. And uh, I went to the, the bookstore in the airport and there was a picture. I forget what mag was a design magazine or a, some sort of tech magazine. And Grant was on the cover. And wow. I was like, I went out to, to the, to the, to the gate. And I'm like, Grant, you got it. Come on. Would you, would you do this thing? <laughs> and would you hold up a picture reading the magazine with you on the cover of it? And he was like, yeah, are you kidding? Like that was, I mean, that was Grant. I think everybody will agree that Grant was, he was always game, you know, he was always game. And yeah. uh, when I was, I was coming up on a big anniversary with, with Tara once, and I come up with the best idea. Um, 
that uh, the the film that Tara and I met on, the NYU grad film, uh, which had been shot on film, I tracked down the director many years later and uh, got uh, got him to send me uh, or to, to cut another 35 print of the part of the movie where Tara and I kiss, which is, which is our first kiss. And I'm like, I'm going to print that. I'm going to sandwich it between glass. I'm going to light it from behind. It's going to be the most beautiful thing ever. And so I, I, I got it framed and then I'm like, I have no fucking idea how to light anything. Like (laughs) what, what was I thinking? Was I just going to magic this into existence? Um, and I, and I started to panic cause, cause I bought some led lights, you know, on Amazon and they arrived and I had no clue what to do with them. I'm, you know, not savvy when it comes to stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to, I don't know even know who to go to for this. And I was racking my mind and I went, I bet Grant would know how to do this. Yeah. Maybe he could show me how to do this. And not only did he show me how to do it, he, uh, oh, it's, you know what? It's back. Here, I'm going to turn it on. Okay. Hold on. Let's take a look. If it's, hopefully it's plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> it's not plugged in. Anyway. Okay. Um, and it's, it's attached to the wall. You can't, anyway, you can't hold it up. It's, I can. Hold. Oh, it's on the wall. I got it's you. on the wall. It's sort of attached to the wall. Yeah. Right? Safety and all that. <laughs> and Grant um, helped you make that? And Grant, there you can't see it from here because he did such a good job. But he's like, here, leave it with me. Tell me what you want. Yes, I can do that. I had a feeling that no matter what people brought to him, he could probably see, he would probably end up saying, "Yes, I could do that." Yeah. And then I showed back up to pick it up, and he had built this like uh, machined aircraft aluminum um, light box that fit exactly perfectly behind the print. That then you could just flick on, and it would light up this thirty-five millimeter. Uh, uh, th- and it was it was the greatest gift I think I've ever given anyone, and um, uh, and Grant made that possible. He made he made so much possible things that people thought probably were impossible, myths even. <laughs> um, well, we got some friends here. Yuri, if you want, if you don't mind sharing, I'm going to start bringing I, in some share, of Grant's I, friends. You know, I just was throwing out some random. I love it. Things. I love it. And 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 Yuri is joining us a little early here because he's now going to go do a charity stream here in a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, for BLM. And you guys are reading the Spider-Man Two script, the Raimi Spider-Man. Raimi Spider-Man Two. We're we're drinking heavily and reading the the script. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, my favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey. When I posted this up earlier and said, "Hey." Who do you think should join us here on the show? I had somebody say, hey, Matt Altman should be on the show. Funny enough, I had already asked my good friend Matt Altman to be on the show. Uh, Matt Altman's here, screenwriter extraordinaire and friend of uh, Grant Imahara. How are you there? You I'm know, hanging right, Matt? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a rough. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's just like yeah. an easy, it's like one of those things, hey, man, how you doing? And then you realize what you just said. Yeah. And we're all doing terribly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, all things considered, I'm doing well. But uh, like sure. yesterday and the day before, I pretty much spent the day on the couch crying and looking at pictures and trying yeah. to keep it together. And again, the last time that I saw Grant was at your birthday. Do you remember uh, yeah. that? I mean, Grant was there and oh, yeah. I, I, you probably saw me with a bunch of cupcake. I mean, I got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally just shoved a bunch of cupcake cupcake in my face just to make Grant laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I probably got stomach sick, but you know what? Worth it because like... He I had got, a great laugh. I got, <laughs> I got to get the Grant laugh. Someone else that was really close 
with Grant uh, Heidi Cox. She's been no yeah. stranger to Geekscape. I'm broadcasting from her bedroom. There she is. <laughs> hey, gorgeous. How are you? Thanks, Again, man. dumb question. Sorry. <laughs> Lazy hosting. You know how I am. But you know what? I will say this. You've been really, really supportive and loving. And it's Thank been, you. I'm getting all teary. I'm sorry. Gotta <laughs> happen. It's part it's of it. It's been, it's been invaluable to have, have you here with me. Thank you for, for this morning. Yeah, I totally woke up and it was like floodgates. <laughs> I just, I usually just, my alarm and I usually get up and then I realize there's like five minutes left until my alarm. So I just turn it off this morning. It wasn't going to happen. The last two mornings wasn't going to happen. And she goes, your alarm's going off. And I was like, no, Heidi's awake. And she was awake for <laughs> a split second before she just crumbled. Uh, okay. I mean, I that's just part of grief though. You wake up in the morning, you remember everything and yeah. I've experienced it before and I'm sure we'll all experience it again. You know, it's, it sucks. Uh, I've got another person waiting in the wings. I want to introduce him. Our good friend, uh, Derek Hughes. Here he is. Derek, how are you, man? I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? What's the question? Leave it in the comments. <laughs> leave it in the comments. Like, what should I say other than, how are you doing? Well, I think that's okay. Ask him. Yeah. He Derek, can tell you I, the I, I'm not, you know, it, it. it's not insincere. I want to make sure you guys are doing oh, good. No. And the last time I saw all of you together was Monday night after we got the news. There was that friends and family Zoom, and I couldn't say anything. Yuri couldn't say anything. We start texting each other, and I'm having like anxiety. My chest, I couldn't breathe. Just take, you know, you take a lot of that stuff on when you see people suffering. And there were, I mean, there were a ton of people suffering that night yeah. and still suffering. You know, we've just been in a constant state of heartbreak these last couple of days. But I love all the stories and I love everything that people are sharing, you know. Uh, Yuri, that story is really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he really was. It's funny because he really built things for everyone. I mean, he he, yeah. he built stuff for, for people's weddings, for Michelle's wedding, for yeah. robots, for uh, Glenn and Shane. And uh, he. He would, build, he would build things, you know, you're like, how did you do that? And he's like, just do it. <laughs> somebody, somebody described him the other night as having the ability to just walk over to a broken piece of machinery and just touch it and get it working again. Oh, that was Muppet. Muppet, who yeah. works at Fonco, he said that a lot of times things that he would build wouldn't work, but but he would go ask Grant eventually. And he'd be like, I don't want to bug you. And Grant would be like, no, sure, let's take a look. And go over there, he'd touch it once, and he'd be like, well, it's working now. <laughs> he he, touch, really he touches it and now it's he, working. He was so generous. He would always, you know, he, he would help anyone. And, mm -hmm. That's uh, so you know, true. He helped people with their cosplay, you know, and yeah. built robotic machinery. It's just. He loved cosplay. Right? Yeah. We, I, were, we were doing a web series once and uh, we were trying to fill this scene with like cool characters that could ostensibly be action figures from a thing. And he's like, You need Han Solo? I'll come as Han Solo. <laughs> and he was on solo for the day. You know, yeah. I, I think everybody won that day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that was when you guys were doing your, what was the name of your web series? Doing Shelf Life. Yeah. Shelf Life, Yeah. which you, you've been on the show before. So we, we've got a, a couple of questions here in the, the chat. Uh, Keith Trailens, who used to run LA Comic Con. Uh, what's your favorite thing you ever saw Grant do for someone else? And this is going to be tough because Grant was always doing things for other people. He did so many amazing things. Uh, oh my gosh. One of the best things 
I, I think he did it for so many people, but he was really uh, a supporter of uh, Asian representation. And he bought out the theater twice uh, for Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. personally, I was supposed to go to one and uh, I got to like Glendale late and I couldn't find parking and I'm texting him and he was dealing with like hundreds of people and he's texting me back. He's like, it's okay, man. <laughs> just do what you got. You know, he's just that. He always made time for people. He was always like a Zen master too. He could just yeah. juggle everything. everything and just yeah. stay kind of just level, you know. And, and Heidi, you went to one of those. I did. Yeah, right? I think I was. I was there that night with you, Matt. I think. I feel like I saw you. You rented out the theater. Did you guys like? It was like, hey, I've got you guys. Uh, yeah, uh, pay me back. He just paid for everybody. Yeah. He just oh, paid we for all everybody. tried. We all tried to pay him back. He no. would not hear of it. Yeah, he would not. He bought the theater out twice. Would not that let. That was it. Burbank, right? Because then afterwards we went to that bar, Glendale yes. and Burbank. Yes, yeah. I went to the Burbank one. So yeah, yeah, was that? Were you at that one too, Derek? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to that one. You know, you mentioned how uh, how uh, fervent he was about uh, you know Asian representation in uh, in things and. Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday that had recommended a, a vocal coach and this vocal coach thing. And I just, I wasn't aware how um, emotional uh, it was going to make me. And I, I called her back afterwards. I'm like, Hey, I hope the vocal coach you recommended to me uh, does not think I'm just a crazy person. I just, <laughs> it was what I needed to finally let some of this out. Yeah. And uh, uh, I said, you know, I just, you know, I just, uh, so a friend of mine just died and um and she texted me back. She said, it wouldn't be Granny Mahara, would it? And this is somebody who's not part of our of this circle. And I said, I said, yeah. Um, did you know him? And she said, no. But my uh my husband is uh, you know, Asian, and he uh he always looked to Grant and was always he was always so proud of what Grant did for for the community. And they were mourning in their own way, and they never knew him, but um, but they uh yeah, I, he, I think he touched so many more people than we'll ever know. Yeah. He did. Uh, I, I, sorry. Uh, no, what's funny, uh, Yuri told us earlier about this photo that he took in did the airport. I found it. I sent it to And he said, let, he, he, for those of you guys just catching up with the show, Yuri said that he uh, met Grant and then they hung out at Dragon Con. And then I was at the airport. He realized Grant was on one of the magazines sitting <laughs> there at the airport terminal. So he bought it and then he asked Grant to take this photo uh here it is right here this is a this is yuri a fanboying out with grant look at that (laughs) (laughs) this is like a day or two after you met him yuri no this this was actually this was actually much later at a different uh airport a whole different thing but uh (laughs) where i finally felt comfortable asking him to do stupid things he would have done it day one which is which is insane because Like, have you guys dealt with this? uh, I mean, I think we all dealt with it with Grant, where uh, you're like, wow, Grant's pretty famous. You never know how famous he is until the people who are outside of our circle or maybe not even fans of the shows or the same cult, like pop culture that we're into that that Grant's a big part of. You realize they were big fans of Grant's. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't know he was famous for the first time. Me either. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. I did. I hadn't watched the show, and uh, nope. <laughs> and he was so humble. And I, I thought 
I thought he was this dude who ran robots and was dating them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I just, I mean, I knew he did stuff and I knew he hosted yeah. things. And um, I met him, I don't even remember the day I met him. He was just always kind of there. And um, he, I knew him as the guy that played Sulu in Star Trek Renegade. <laughs> so, and I, because of the Geeky Awards, you know, and it yeah. won like best web series the first year, you know, I think, which was 2013. And I still hadn't really met him. I, I think it was just from being around Fonko. I mean, he and I didn't really get close until like over the past two years. So I'm feeling really raw about that. I thought that our friendship would continue to, uh, yeah. you know, be more enriched over the years. And, and he was sort of my, I don't know, I want to say like my melancholic colleague kind of like we we have this appreciation for the impermanence of everything and in a in a nice way not in like a dreary sad way we mm -hmm. love the sadness of life and we love being like feeling deeply <laughs> we would talk about that a lot you know especially recently we talked about we were, I would do a little check-in every week or so I'd say okay it's my usual check-in how's it going and he's like I'm okay how are you and I'd say, you know, the existential waves are hitting. He's like, oh, yeah, one of those hit me the other day. I was at the grocery store, <laughs> you know, and we would just have those chats. And, you know, when you and me were, were split up over the summer last, last year, I spent a lot of time with him, and he was very kind and would, you know, we'd, he would listen to me talk about all the things that were on my heart, but I also got to hear, you know, the inner workings of his, his heart, and it's just – he always told me that I was an empath and, and I'm just like, yeah, it takes one to know one, dude, you're yeah. like the most empathic person I've ever met, you know? So. Yeah, it was definitely one of those things that when you and I started dating and my head cleared up and I was like, okay, like, dude, what are you going to do? You're, you're going to lose this woman <laughs> if you don't figure this out. You would think that all of us telling you that for so long would have done something. <laughs> and, and I don't know just, if you knew you that know, was happening, Heidi, but it was my, happening. I didn't know. My on-screen on boyfriend is telling my real-life boyfriend. <laughs> I just, you know, in, in dating, you. I was like, okay, I know that I have to win Fawn back over. I have to win probably Derek back over. Yuri and A I different are, Derek. <laughs> No, I mean, but maybe I, this Derek. Like, too. Maybe this Derek. Like when I go to the science soirees or you know wherever I see Derek, and I'm like, you know what? Like people are like, oh, there's Heidi, and she's back with that Jonathan guy. Like why? This guy's gotten so many chances, and he's screwed it up. And Grant was the one where he just he never threw shade. Not that anybody like else did, but he was the guy who was like, hey man, you're figuring stuff out. And he was always so nice and accepting of me. Yeah. And and definitely in the last couple of years, even though I knew him as a friend for a long time, he was definitely a very close friend of yours. And so I, I mean, what a supportive guy and an open-minded guy and just somebody who's like, you know what, like you're figuring things out. I'm not going to hold it against you. And he just understood. Mm -hmm. he, could, he could be both of our friends, even when he we were He was at good at that. He was the empath. Yeah, he was good yeah. at that. You know, He's I'm one sure. of the nicest guys I met out here. Just, One of the best people, very genuine person, which is not always. He never acted to. like a big shot. We all, you know, no. that's why yeah. we all we all sort of like we didn't even know he was famous, or <laughs> you know, you you sort of forget for a while, and then somebody runs up to him on the street, and you're like, oh right, right, yeah. yeah. He never exactly. acted that way. And he was always he always made time for people, uh, yes. fans and people who were like, you know, excited to see him. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Derek, 
uh, going back to the question that Keith threw us, like, what was maybe the favorite thing you ever saw Grant do for someone else? Like, is there a memory that you have of Grant where you're like, whoa, this guy is above and beyond any other human being that I know? Because I think really, I mean, if anything, you know, it's like to use the word mensch, right? I mean, he was just that sort of super accessible guy. He was the guy that, like you said, I have a couple of friends that are like that, that are on that level of like super famous or well-known, but they don't act like it. And until you're around other people that are freaking out, you're like, why are you freaking out about this dude? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's like, <laughs> it's like because he is famous. He is. Oh, they are famous, you know, yeah. and, and and that was the thing, uh, as everybody else has said, that he just he never viewed himself that way. And he made sure that, you know, he didn't want other people to view himself that way. If anything, he was just, Hey, I'm just grant, you know, and just mm-hmm. really cool. And, and then he would actually take time to talk to people, no matter how busy he was, he never would brush anybody off. He would never be, you know, mean or, or, you know, short, unless, you know, it's like, like you run into him, you know, down this, you know, it's one, one of the saddest things, about this is, you know, being in the panpocalypse, right, is that we're, you know, this is the week of Comic-Con, or it's coming up on the week of Comic-Con, and normally this is the time when all of us would be able to hang out night after night, and be running each other on the floors, we're going to panels, and, you know, doing stuff, and standing in lines, and that would be the thing, it'd be like, oh, you catch Grant at, at something, and he would be, like, going, moving from one panel to another, but along the way, if you're trying to walk with them, talk with them, and then people would be stopping like, hey, can I take a picture? Oh, my God, Mythbusters this and all that. And, you know, and he would be like, sure, cool. You know, and he'd be like, what's your name? And, you know, and he'd really get to know the person for that moment. And yeah. even though just, he would just always make time. And I think that was just more than anything. I think one of the funny things was, and it was in listening to other people tell stories Monday night, I was like, oh, yeah, there are levels to Grant's friendship. I never got the... <laughs> I never got the Grant build me a robot friendship level. (laughs) I never got Grant build me something fancy level, you know? He would always show me the stuff that he was building and and the secret, you know, stuff that we... did you ever ask? That's true. If you had asked, you probably wouldn't. I asked before it happened. He was so nice that you felt bad. (laughs) <laughs> like this guy's right? got better things but, to do but at the same time because I know that you know he's he probably being asked all the time build me a robot <laughs> so, I never so, thought to but, ask him to do that you know yeah, it just didn't and, even occur to me that wasn't where we, what we connected on like it was just yeah that wasn't but and I mean, also the the you know the 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 slap in the faces you always think that you have time it's like oh i'll get around to it. one of these days bugging him about that or if I, you know if i need you know maybe i might need him for something or you know like if we need a robot for a show or something like that you know uh but he was so you know he was just getting busier and busier and bigger stuff like all the stuff that he was doing you know the secrets yeah. of they was going over Disney that was just so exciting. I know that it just you know it was like so that was and also the other thing was like the times that when I did get to spend time with the it was just you know it was just the two of us. I never you know ever wanted to ever impose anything like that or talk mm-hmm. shop in that way because you know that's something that you just learn having friends in the industry and working in the industry. You know sometimes it's like. Like, hey, you know what? Let's just chill. This is a nerd out, geek out. Let's just like, you know, not even talk about stuff like that. And and you know, and 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 ever, you know, approach somebody like that. But also knowing Grant is the type of person that 
if you were to ask for his help, he would absolutely, you know, yeah. he would without hesitation say yes. What do you need? How can I help yeah. you? That was, I, I think it, one of his gigs recently was trying to replace Yuri with uh, Marvel. They were working on robotic stuntmen for their films. Did you hear about that? Like Marvel, cool. Marvel was de- uh, or Disney was developing a program, and they had gr- hired Grant to. De- I mean, you could check this. You yeah, was, you it was check it's this. public. No, yeah, they, right? they were. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I mean, check it. I, I, I mean, it's public knowledge, but I'm just saying, check it because this moron who's hosting the show isn't going to say it accurately. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, check it. If you're a longtime geek, you're not a moron. You're already like, yeah, I, I think we should check it. Um, but uh, yeah, he was developing these stuntmen, the robots that you could use as stuntmen for these superhero movies or whatever you needed them to do, and it's just. Again, like I said at the beginning of the show, this timeline sucks. And the one man who was capable of building the time machine to re- redo the timeline, we, 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 we lost him. And that's the most ironic thing about this. What's I would that? have been in favor of that problem. because I'm a terrible stuntman and I would have wanted a robot to take those hits. <laughs> yeah, as I'm playing the Spider-Man game, Yuri, I'm like, yeah, w- at what point did they swap and Yuri did this part? Oh, oh Yuri did well, all the kissing, didn't he? <laughs> anytime, anytime Spider-Man did something cool, that was not me. <laughs> anytime he did something super awkward and Peter Parkery, that was probably me. I was like, man, I bet he did all these flips and moves. Nope, not yeah. you. Too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some comments that are coming in. If you guys are watching this live, if you're on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, wherever you are, I can see your comments and I can actually throw them up on the screen. We got a couple of them. Uh, our friend John Remar just said, so sorry, first met Grant back at the beginning of BattleBots 20 years ago when he was working with Energizer. That's what right. a great person, so humble, easygoing. The world cannot adore, uh, to, cannot afford, afford, probably sorry, afford, yeah. afford to lose people like Grant. John, That's we're going to throw so that up true. to auto spelling, messing you up. Okay, we're we're definitely Remar's not uh, adoring it, though, I'll tell you. Yeah. No, Absolutely I, not. I could barely, I couldn't make it to that Zoom. I, you know, when you were texting me, Yuri, I was like, I don't know how much of this I can take. Cause when, when Heidi got the news, we had just pulled in to try and get some dinner and we pulled into a parking spot. She, I think the things, and Heidi, feel free to correct me on this. Like we're going through your head. It's it just the, the amount of shock and disbelief. You were like, wait, am I reading this right? Is he gone? And then. Well, Jordan called me. Fawn's girlfriend. Fawn's girlfriend. Yeah, and- because I missed the. We were already on a on a group. I think it's okay to yeah. say this. Like the people that were close to him, we already knew that he was not doing well. But we were holding our breath, hoping that there was going to be a recovery. And, yeah, you know. And so when Jordan called me, we had just gone for a run, and I had missed the pub, like the group message, that, the confirmation. Yeah, before before the all you know all the big you know announcement or whatever about it and. And I, yeah, I, she called me cause I, she was talking to me and I'm going, well, yeah. And I asked her a question that made her go, Oh, Heidi, you don't know. And so she called me and told me and I just, yeah, it was. Yeah. Immediately not- my chest just goes, uh, it just seizes. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, and then later on the zoom call, just watching so many people share stories and grieve. Some people not even able to, t- to capable of talking. This is hours mm-hmm. after discovering the news. I yeah, that I stuff is hard. And and if you've been a long time Geekscape listener, you know like 
I've dealt with a lot of this stuff before in my life, and it is never easy. This is this stuff is never easy because people are unique and they're incredible, and we don't get them back. We only have moments like this where we share some of the stories and impressions that they left us with. And we uh, did not get we did not get food then. We we, we did not we get lost food. our appetites immediately. Yeah. In fact, Heidi, was... we, we went and got food later on, and, and what did we get to celebrate Grant? Something that Grant liked to eat. Sometimes, got- he, sometimes Grant would go to McDonald's. So <laughs> when it was like super late and we were off the Zoom call, I was like, I want some fries, you know, and, and then just, I, cause I would, sometimes when I visit him at Fonco, he'd have a little bag, like a McDonald's bag. And he, I don't know if you've seen the video of him feeding the chicken nugget to the, the child, the baby Yoda. Yeah. It's pretty Ooh, cute. Which you so. for children. He built this thing for children. So do you guys yeah, remember? that's when, another when, thing that he did that was yeah. so selfless. Yeah. I got a video right here of Grant with his creation. He went and just from scratch, you know, just parts he has laying around in his own in his free time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> went and he made his own child from the Mandalorian. And it's mm-hmm. insane. And I was in Texas at the time. This is shortly before the, the shutdown. And Heidi sends me these videos of hanging out with Grant and look at this. He built himself a working. And he put him in a baby Bjorn. Of course he did. Because <laughs> it was so cute. Grant built yeah. this thing. And you'd think that you'd build this thing and then you'd immediately like reach out to Wired or one of these outlets. Uh, and instead, he, um, I've got another one. Here's one of, uh, let, me, let me work it over here for you. Here's one. <laughs> of oh, let me close i'm trying to figure out how to, there we go here's one of heidi i'm gonna oh yeah gonna he was like this. do you want me to take a video <laughs> so here's what heidi sends me and i'm like whoa and she's like yeah grant just built this thing and fully functional and i'm sitting there going i'm talking to him like hi and i told i said i'm your auntie heidi <laughs> it can close its eyes it can take its a ears. he had it on a loop where the programming was that it would go to sleep wake up frown then smile then go back to sleep and he was like i'm gonna add more to it i'm gonna add audio to it i'm, I'm so excited he was because he had built a bb8 too from scratch yep. but he realized that taking that to a children's hospital might not be a good idea since bb it's a big ball that just rolls around on the ground picking up everything that it well, rolls well, over well, so what matt he, said was uh i'm sorry eddie I no said. it's just that 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 would bring germs in you know right. a, a bb8 would bring germs in sure. but the uh the child he could bring it in a baby bjorn and it would cheer up the kiddos and he was yeah. really excited about it. everybody knows this well, what, what what Matt was saying was, you know, what I think what I was getting to was we were saying on the Zoom call the other day that he builds this Yoda, this baby Yoda, and instead of going out and, like, showing it off to tech magazines or blogs or making YouTube videos with it, he only built it to go work with kids, kids, kids and, like, yeah. bring kids mm-hmm. a lot of joy. So At the children's hospitals, which was... Mm-hmm. He didn't want fame. He didn't want praise for making this thing and his brilliance. He just wanted to make sure kids were happy while they were so some outlet picked it up and shared it, of course. But <laughs> well, <laughs> and that yeah. was one of those moments where I was like, "Oh yeah, Grant's kind of famous." <laughs> I like I said before, I just didn't even realize we just connected on a different plane. I, I don't know. Like I was always super impressed and proud of him. And I remember when he came to my play, I couldn't believe it. He was like, "Let me know when it is." And I told him. He goes, "All right, I bought a ticket." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. Well, and, listen. And we're talking about the charities that he was a part of. And uh, Heidi, you got a bunch of information from Jen mm-hmm. that we can share. Uh, 
I sent it to you though. Do you? Have <laughs> you did. I can bring it up if you, if you don't have it. I can bring it up. But um, we we sure. are, we're going to lose Yuri here because Yuri's got to hop. Yuri's got to go and do a fundraiser. He's reading the Spider-Man two script, and as you, as you don't, in case you don't know this, he's not just Yuri. He's uh, he's Spider-Man. <laughs> so uh, he's going to go do the voice part. I'm guessing you're playing J. Jonah Jameson. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Doing, uh, or Otto, like, who, are, who are you playing in the Spider-Man table read there, Yuri? I'll have to look. <laughs> you <need> Peter. <laughs> okay, so Yuri's got a balance, and also Derek's got a balance. I don't think I can actually say oh, why Derek's okay. got a balance. He's not allowed to. Idea, he's, he's very doing busy. A, he's doing a very... screenplay reading for uh, Venom 2. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> that very was, busy, that was in the private chat. So, <laughs> Geekscapers, hang right here on the stream. Derek will be back in three hours to tell us what he thinks. Venom Two script. All right, he will be right here. He's actually going to read it out loud. You're like Yuri's going to be back. Matt's going to be playing the the part of Craven the Hunter. We're going to have <laughs> Heidi here to play uh, Morbius. We're going to have we're just passing ourselves. We're just going to make our own made up Venom Two movie, our own Spider Verse right. Sony movie. You're gonna it's going to be great. So Derek will be amazing. back for that. I'm kidding. Uh, I like how we did that. No, we I don't. That was derailment. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Yuri. Love you, Yuri, buddy. If you got uh, good luck, Hi, Yuri, we love you. Uh, good luck, buddy. And um, Derek, you got to go. He, he spoiled it for you. I, want you to say it. I don't have to go yet. Okay. Oh yay! That's good. I, I was did just, find. I was, just, I, was mess, I was messing with Yuri. Okay. Yeah. I did find the. I did find the charity though that she sent me. Okay. I, my my computer kind of freaked out for a second, so that's why I was asking you. But I okay. So Heidi, uh, you talked to Jen. Why, why don't you tell everybody who Jen is if they're not like in the circle or she's friends. a very important person in, in Grant's life. She mm -hmm. was, you know, uh, engaged to him for a time and they are still, they were still very dear. Oh, hi. This person there right here is Jenny Newman. Hey, I'm watching. Thank you for this. He loves, he loved her so much. You know, he, he talked about her a lot and how lovely she was and amazing. So, um, and uh, the the charity that she 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 mentioned a few things, and Jenny, feel free to comment or correct me or, or add anything. But she said that he always he donated frequently to cat rescues. He loves cats. Anyone who's friends with him, you get pictures of Dipper, his cat, like you know, yeah. like cute little cat pictures. He put cat hats on. And if you had a cat, which I don't, because I'm allergic, but I loved, I did love his cat. I really. I would always pat it with the back of my hand and then go wash to wash my hand. Dipper she would so come funny. home like this. She's like, yeah, I've been hanging out with Grant. And she's all scratching. <laughs> Sneezing. Yeah. No. She's like, no, her he face is so, red. He was so cute. I loved Dipper. Um, mm. Still love Dipper. But uh, he really loved cats. And she says that he would sometimes buy out the Cat Rescue's entire Amazon wish list. Yeah. So, And then another one is called Donors Choose. DonorsChoose.org. Um, which is uh, you support a classroom and you can, you can help build classrooms um, to support education. Mm -hmm. And he, she mentioned, Jenny mentioned that he would have loved to have that one get a little more, uh, uh, you know, attention. So. And I got the URL right. It doesn't have like a dash or anything. No, I don't, I don't see that. I just see so it. if you guys I mean, are watching this live, the donors choose domain is right there up on the page. Go to donorschoose.org If you're listening to this on the podcast and, Check them out. Uh, they're one of Grant's favorite charities. So, and obviously, you know, the Children's Hospital and 
I don't know if there was a specific organization he was with when he was doing that or if he just was going in um, with the Star Wars characters or what. I, I don't remember. If, if anyone knows, feel free to... There's also been talk, there was talk on the Zoom call the other night that uh, we want to start yeah. a grant grant. <laughs> grant for grant. Matt, is there, did you get any more information on the grant grant? Is this uh, something that a few of us are working on? Finding out the, the rules are on the 501c or whatever the rule, I don't know any of this. Yeah, I think people are working on it because there are a lot of rules involved. So mm -hmm. it, I haven't heard any uh, any progress yet, but uh, it's something to keep an eye uh, on. Maybe uh, something involving STEM or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. There's so many ideas being thrown out right now, like thrown out to about it, like not thrown away. But well, if you're watching this uh, uh, or listening, and you you uh, want to be a part of it, and you know anything about starting a charity, starting a grant, starting a foundation. Please reach out to us. I'm Jonathan at Geekscape.net. You can think, uh, do it. Michelle anything. Ehrman was uh, was very involved in it. We oh, very much good. love Michelle Ehrman. Yes, so, we do. Yes, uh, yeah, much. if you know anything about starting a foundation, starting a grant, starting any kind of charitable organization, uh, reach out to us because it would be awesome to start the Grant Grant, which yeah. I think is the nickname we were giving it the other night. Uh, and it's definitely something that we, we would do to honor him. Um, it's kind of perfect. It's kind yeah, of perfect. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt, what are some of your grant stories? So I, 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 mean, I, I moved out here about nine years ago, a little over nine years, and I met him shortly afterwards at Jenny's birthday party. Uh, I believe it was a, the space and time one uh, where everyone was dressed up as uh, time lords and space people. And, uh, and uh, Grant was there with two R2 units. <laughs> And I was like, oh, look, this guy, cool robot dude. <laughs> uh, and that's how I met him the first time. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he would always greet me, Matt Altman, <laughs> which was awesome. It and rolls off the time. Voice, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember him singing Les Mis, which was always hilarious to me since I worked on Les Mis for seven years. <laughs> I was I living you in New York. He, uh, yeah, I did a follow spot on it. So I, I, he did an amazing job. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's better than some of the people I've seen on stage. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, he helped uh, Matt Key do his LARPOSAL, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Uh, witnessing that. Uh, he, he would build things, for, like I said, for people. Uh, Michelle, he built a, a working Sailor Moon wand for her wedding and, and built a robot for Glenn and Shana. And uh, he, he was just an incredible person. You know, he's one of the nicest people I met out here. Uh, brilliant, uh, generous with his time. And uh, he had a great sense of humor, man. <laughs> so, and he was funny. So <laughs> just, funny. I just missed that, you know. It, yeah. Uh, Matt, um, Matt is somebody who, in the last couple of years, we've gotten closer. And because I, I think, just like you, Matt, he's somebody who just like shows up. And Matt is very much somebody who just shows up. And I've had a couple rocky post-divorce years, and I look up, and Matt's at my Starbucks writing as well. And or Matt is, uh, you know, showing up on my birthday. You're, I mean, like Matt, I just look up, and like it just feels like Matt Altman is always there, you know. Thank and, and the thing is, like, that's what Grant was like. And like yeah. I said earlier at the top of the show, you know, producing our film with Fonco last, last year, like we would be at Fonco working away and 
sure enough, you look up and like Grant's just in the doorway, like hanging out. And I think it's why I also didn't insist on Grant ever doing an episode of Geekscape uh, too much because he always seemed busy and it's always like the people who worked with him or his friends asking him for favors. You always felt like there was going to be later. You were like, you know, well, we're going to get to this because if there was a constant somebody who always showed up, somebody who was always there, who somebody would always make themselves available when you really needed it, it was Grant. Yeah. And if there's anything to take from this, it's that there are people like that in your life right now. Matt Altman is one of those for us. And we have to value these people. We really have to hold them close. And that's also why a lot of this is really painful for us. We got together on Zoom. We weren't able to hug each other. We weren't able to console each other. Uh, you know, even Heidi, who went over to visit some people last night uh, to see how they were doing, she had to stay socially distanced. She had to stay six feet apart. Like it, it, this is really truly the darkest timeline. I know. I feel. I feel lucky, or you know, hashtag blessed that I have you to hug. You know, some people don't have that. And I wish, I know, Derek, I want to come give you a big hug. And you, Matt, too. Like, it just, it hurts to not be able to just, yeah. you know, squeeze it out of us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a really it's a shitty time. I hug my pug, I hug my pug pillow every night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Are you? Just, it's, it's. And you know, earlier when I said that we're like melancholy friends, it wasn't like we laughed too. We appreciated yeah. all the different ranges of emotion that life has, but we also were able to connect well, on deep. It was life. very cathartic, and then yeah. it was just you know, very touching to see like how many people, you know, again this, how many people he connected, how many people, you know, and also the weird thing is, um. And you know, and and thank you so much for you know let me come on here because it's been a it's been very surreal in the past you know couple of days of just you know and I can't even imagine like for people that are even closer to Grant than than I you know I was but I've known Grant for a long time and I didn't realize it until when we started you know sharing all the different pictures and stuff like that and the stories it's just like man it's been a, you know part of my life almost a decade yeah. and. And you know, and then and then, but then it's not just Grant. It's like the other people, you know, that that either I met through Grant or you know, Grant met through me. You know, it's like we're just so many, so many connections, and you're just like, oh shit. I mean, like I've known Matt. I've known you what almost six years or something like that, right? Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's like I did the same way. It, it, it's like so. Uh, you know, and and you're just like, oh my god, you know, you just blink, and this this many years pass, and then I think with you know with Grant, like I was just like, I I you know I tweeted the other night, I said the one thing that was just sort of coming to terms and wrestling with it was, I had always been meaning to reach out, check in on him, uh, you know, during this time, and just you know catch up, say hey, what's up, but then I always like like ah, I'll I'll you know. I'll, I'll get I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And it's always like oh, I'll I'll do it tomorrow, maybe next week. And and he's like, "Where's anybody going?" It's we're in the middle of a pandemic. There ain't nobody going anywhere. Everybody, everybody's home. I know where everybody is right now. <laughs> and and uh, and you put that off, and you know, and then when uh, again, the, you know, Monday evening when you got the news, and it was like, "This can't be real. This isn't this isn't right. This is not okay. this is not reality." Um, and and then you realize like. No, it's it's more than real, and then getting on again, getting on the you know being able to get on the Zoom with our good friend you know through my good friend Mel who uh, yeah. recently too, and you know he's like, hey, this was going on, and I was like, yes, please let you know add me um, to it. So 
It was nice and, to see everyone. And yeah. Mel, Mel and Fawn were the first people who I asked to, to join us. And yeah. I, I mean, I knew that those guys were so close to Grant that there's just they there was no real way they were going to be able to to, to function yeah. at this point. And if and, and I I saw Fawn yesterday through Heidi's FaceTime. She went over there to wave at him. And I was aimlessly um, wandering and found yeah. myself at Funk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, like and I, I got was to like, see, I got to see proof of life in Fawn's smile and his everything's as okay as it could be. It's but but this is going to be tough for us for a long time. Well, and uh, I think the way that we approached that, right? Because I was the one that reached out to Fawn and you reached out to Mel. And I just said, look, and I, I said it to you, Derek. I just said, we all, I think I wrote this even online. We all cope in different ways. And for yeah, me, yeah. talking about it helps, I think. You know, I could discover it doesn't. But, um, and but it's, also, it's great. And I don't mean to cut you off. It was just like I, what I thought was great. And especially, you know, talking with all the people that were in the room the other night was like the immediate turn of not just sharing stories, but it was like, how can we make sure that his name is going to be, you know, la lasting, like his remembered, like, how can we do stuff, you know, and there's like, you know, so it talked about like all the different fundraisers and the charities that he was involved with, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. how can we help do that? How can we help other people, you know, that mm -hmm. he touched and stuff. And I thought that was really, you know, and it was just, sort of a great example of the people that were in his life that, you know, that we we're all part of that really, you know, were just, just genuinely good people. Yeah. And that, that was just a reflection of him because he was just yeah. a genuine, mm -hmm. you know, wonderful person. Yeah. And everybody not always, knows. not always easy to find here. Not, <laughs> not, in, this, not in this town, not yeah. in this town. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, well, we got a couple comments from people in the chat. Some of them are friends of, uh, of Grant, some of them are uh, are fans, but uh, one of the people that I first told about Grant Monday night um, was our own Derek Cranavelt. He runs the Geekscape website, and uh, and I, I I told Derek because when Heidi first shared in in March the Baby Yoda video of her with Grant playing with Grant's creation that you know that he made from scratch, <laughs> uh, Derek was like, "Whoa, you know." Like I didn't know Heidi was friends with Grant Imahara, and 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 Derek started going off about what a what a fan he was, and Derek runs our website and hosts some some shows for for Geekscape, and uh, so I was like, Derek, man, like we just got some awful news, and I need you to brace yourself because uh, something's happening, and I can't tell you until I tell you. I, I can, I'm allowed to, but I love you, man, and Derek is like a brother to me. Uh, he he, you know, when when he and his uh, girlfriend were attempting a child years ago. They were like, if it's a boy, we're going to name it Jonathan. <laughs> and that was just, I've never forgotten that, Derek, and you are like a brother to me. But he says, I was lucky enough to meet Grant a few times at SDCC, always at the Wired Cafe, naturally. He was always so friendly and seemed to make time to legitimately chat with anyone who wanted to. After watching Grant for years growing up, it was amazing to see this guy still be so humble and seem so human. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways, he was so human. In a lot of ways, he was the best version of the human. Yeah. 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 He was above and beyond so much. Oh, um, Matt Munson, he said um, he was the best of us. Yeah. 
and, and what I said was that still makes all of us really great. <laughs> it does. Was, speak, speak, it does. Speak for yourself, Altman. Speak for he yourself. Would, he would you don't know my that. past. He has a lot he, of great friends. He would say that too. He would. He would definitely. I could hear him now going, "Yeah, but that makes you really." You know, <laughs> he, um, he would say that about us. Ashley, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, but I think we, we all know Ashley. Uh, we were at SCCC and we were doing a tour in Gaslamp, and it was wild because you forget he's famous until you're stopped every few feet. <laughs> it's kind of like hanging out with Heidi. Uh, <laughs> not. <laughs> we walked out of one of those parties, and there was that dude with like fifteen glossies of you, who we wanted you to sign every single one. So don't even fake that one. Okay. So anyway, what's the next comment? Uh, James Shianese. Well, actually, it was ten glossies. Yeah, I mean, ten glossies. I, other, other <laughs> it was Derek. Somebody else, but <laughs> <laughs> our friend James, who's a producer on on Heidi and I's film, said the couple of times I met him, he treated me like he had known me for years and was a lifelong friend. And not just an acquaintance. And that's kind of a similar relationship that I had with Grant was with years after meeting him, he'd be like, Oh hey Jonathan. I was like, A, he remembered my name. And second, like he, he would remember everything you had done, anything you had discussed yeah. with him. Yeah. I mean, his memory was incredible because he he'd remember your name. He'd remember if you had told him you were on a working on a project, he'd ask how it was going. <laughs> Yeah. How's the thing working out? Like, oh, you remember that? <laughs> uh, Big Yanks in in, uh, in New York says, "Me and the kid always enjoyed everything Grant was a part of. You could just feel how genuine of a human being he was, and was happy to see through Heidi's post that I was right. Uh, yeah, he was he was genuine. Um, yeah. And then we got our good friend Neil Fisher. You all know Neil Fisher. Neil. From the very first day I met him, he made me feel like a true friend. I was producing the pilot episode of a pet project of mine with Mark Campbell and Stan Lee. That must have been cool. It was shot live at SDCC in front of an audience, and Grant was our host. And Grant was amazing and charming as ever, and it was the start of our friendship. Like, damn, Neil, if you're going to meet a guy, that's a way to meet him. (laughs) That's pretty incredible. so Keith Challenge brings up something that uh, we were talking about earlier today, Heidi. And this is, this is kind of a, this is a tough one, but yes, as we said, this would have been the week of SDCC, and there's actually SDCC at home next weekend. We got Comic Con at home, um, and it's not just the the loss of Grant that we're feeling, but it's also been two years since we missed our friend John Schnepp, who was on the show a lot, yeah. and as a dear friend of ours, Keith Challenge says, "Hey, was Grant tight with Schnepp?" Which we also lost two weeks, two years ago this week. Yeah, uh, no, I remember Holly saying that it was the same time frame. I don't know, though. Do you know? Hey, John was just a similarly larger than life person who was always yeah. down for anything, always yeah. up for helping you out, and he was always around. And John was somebody who just like if if you were up for something and you wanted, you needed something mm-hmm. or you needed a guy to do something, he was down. Yeah. He, and he was always around and always available. And and John getting sick and dying very quickly uh, is similar to what we experienced this week. It was very sudden. Yeah. It was really sudden and we were all at Comic-Con and the only difference is that we were at Comic-Con together two years ago when we learned about John and had to say goodbye to him and we were able to comfort each other and now we're sitting here yeah. online not able to really raise all a right. glass or, or do anything. Um, very painful. Super painful. If you guys are watching this and have more Grant stories, please uh, leave them in the comments, whatever you need. Um, That's kind of what I built Geekscape way years ago, 13 years ago for, was for you guys to just kind of have a little bit of a forum and share. And it was only my little ripple in the puddle. 
and see where where, where things went. And uh, and you know what? It's it's my platform. In the last couple of weeks, we've used this platform from everything to from defunding the police to BLM to making sure you guys wear your masks. Uh, and there have been some people on our page on Facebook who are like, "Oh, so gigs case political, huh?" You know what? It's always been political and. As my heroes usually say, if you got a platform, use your platform. I'm using my platform right now to celebrate the life of Grant Imahara, somebody who these three people were very close friends with, and I was just lucky to be like close to his glow. Um, Jen Kretschmer echoes our our thoughts and says, "Yeah, it's so surreal not to have them both." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, let's see, guys. Um. Let's wrap this up, but I want you guys to, starting with Derek, if you can, uh, what, what's something that you want to leave uh, anybody listening or watching this with, like with your impression of Grant, a story, a, a lesson, or anything? I mean, you know, I can't say be like Grant because then you're like, go, be, go build robots, be like Grant, be <laughs> awesome. You know? but, but in the spirit of, of you know, of, of just be a, a good person, be, you know, be, in this world, we need more. We need more of that, not less of that. And, uh, and that's you know, again, he was the, he was the best of us. Um, uh, and and the other thing I would say is like, don't don't take it for granted. No pun intended in that way. Uh, the the fact that you know, don't put off hugging that. You know, he can't hug anybody now. But of calling that person, reaching out to the person that you thought that you might be able to just do next week or so forth and so on. You know, that was the thing that, again, I would, you know, it's going to be carrying with me for a while is like, if I would have just texted the energy to take the text, somebody is not a lot of energy. So uh, it's like, just don't take, you know, people for granted in your life that, um, that you think that are going to always be around because you just never know. Tomorrow is never guaranteed. Right. So um, appreciate who's in your life now and 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 again just you know be the the best version of yourself that you can be and 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 you know and if you can uh it, it the way that grant inspired people i think you know that's the other thing he was he was such an inspiration and and again won't know the the the, the true extent of like how many people that he's inspired and the next generation of people that will come up that will be you know that you always hear the stories of like, oh, you know, I used to watch Mythbusters or, you know, or something like that. And, and you know, you inspired me uh, enough that I wanted to become and do something like in your field and do, you know, stuff. So that's that's what's going to be exciting to see. And, and uh, I just, yeah, you know, it's going to be uh, a, a big, big hole in, you know, that it's just uh, missing, you know, was, was taken a, a light was taken away from us. And mm-hmm. yeah. It's, be very hard to replace and i don't know if we want that replaced but you know no. it's and, and uh, uh uh it's um the, i i you know i feel like i'm rambling but that's mm-hmm. you know love you know love you grant and then you know thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your life um and uh and you know just like a forever cherish it yeah derek I'm sorry you haven't been on Geekscape before. Our friend Jack Kenny keeps telling me, you got to have Derek Hughes on. You got to have Derek Hughes on. And it took this to have you on, buddy. Uh, the door is always open. Um, oh, thanks so much. Uh, love you, man. Really, like uh, anything you need, reach out. I know that we are socially distancing. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Of but you know what? Like, th- I don't think that any of this is above human need. 
And I think that us protesting over the last few months has proven Mm -hmm. that. There is an extent at which you say, you know what? People need me. I'm going to go out. People need me. I'm going to go be loud. People need me. I'm going to go interact in the real world with people. Social distancing be damned. Still wear your mask. But if you need anything, like that's what we built this for. Is uh, you know this yeah. could be a lonely experience, Not, nothing against the pug pillow, but <laughs> I love that. I appreciate that, and you know the the same goes the same way. I always say, if, you know, there's anything I you know that you can do to help out, please don't hesitate to ask, especially my friends. You know, in in this time, uh, we're you know because we are all in this together, and and uh, it's it, and we're going to get through this together. Mm-hmm. So it's like we will get through this, you know, this too shall pass. It's the, the you know, the hellish uh, nightmare that is 2020. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll, there will be, a, there will come a time that I'm confident that we'll be back down at Comic Con sharing drinks and nerding out night after night, you know, mm-hmm. and, and talking about these times as well. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, again, just very grateful. And, you know, and again, it'll be with the, the foundations and the, the organization, the people that are watching, you know, please do what you can to help out. You know, I know it's, it's hard to ask people to help, you know, but uh, it's, it's like, I think if anything, I think Grant would be, you know, smiling again, knowing that people want to, to help and, and yeah. you know, make them a better place. So again, guys, one of Grant's favorite charities is this one. I just threw up on the screen. If you're listening to this, it's donorschoose.org. We are working on uh, something to put together and remember grant some form of charity or foundation. So uh, stay tuned for that. We will definitely blast it on this channel Uh, and many, many more. There are many people who are much bigger than me and have a much larger platform than me. And you're going to hear that as well. Derek, if you got a piece out for for, for sure, love you, man. And the door is always open. Okay, buddy. It's me hugging you. I'm (laughs) hugging you like this. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Bye, man. And if there's anybody watching this who's like, you know what, I would have liked to have been a part of that or shared a grant story or this or that, it doesn't mean you, you don't have to uh, or you're not able to. Like, I literally do this show once or twice a week and have for 13 plus years. So uh, just drop me a line at Jonathan at Geekscape.net. I think I'm doing two shows next week. And even though Heidi and I are doing a road trip soon, we're still going to be doing shows throughout. Sorry, sweetie. Uh, it's not just vacation. Uh, I'm going to be doing some Geekscape. So uh, this is your platform. This is why I, I built this. It's a lonely experience, as I told you guys just now. Uh, when I moved out here, I couldn't get myself arrested. And all I really had was my love of movies, video games, and comics. Uh, and I started a little podcast. And uh, I started with my friend Dan. And soon enough, Kevin Smith heard it and was like, what is this? This is a podcast? And I invited him on the show. And he discovered podcasting. And <laughs> then Kevin's podcasting and I'm podcasting and we rolled it into Geekscape and just kept going. So I, you know, that was 2005 and we really built this uh, so that I can have a place to talk to you guys and connect and not feel so alone in this creative place. Cause you know, if you're a screenwriter like Matt or you, you know, you're working on your art, sometimes that can be really lonely and you can feel like yeah. you're in a vacuum or does anybody care? Or am I just yelling to myself? Look familiar. Yeah. It looks like what I'm saying right now, but um. What I'm saying is that, you know, you can feel alone and it's almost like those times you run into Grant and you realize, hey, this guy knew my name. Uh, And I didn't think anybody knew my name and he remembered. 
uh, this is our little place where you can be have a barometer for uh, not being so alone and needing a place to say this is like our cheers bar i guess if you would like um, there are many <laughs> there's pass an ag- me the there, alcohol there's a literal like cantina down on sunset that fawn helped build that is uh like the cheers bar for us geeks there's comic con there's a lot of places but right now while well, we're all separate like let's do what we can if you have a story about grant or anything you want to share uh i built a forum for you this is it it's not the biggest forum but it's one that i'm allowing for sure, and encouraging you guys to use if you'd like, uh, whatever you need. That's kind of the motto here. Um, Matt, closing ideas, closing thoughts, closing everything. You have yet to really cry, and I am so disappointed. Uh, hey. I'm actually crying. I'm again. <laughs> My camera's that bad. I've been crying this whole time. Yeah. Uh, I'm a cruel individual. No, there, there are tears on my on my face right now. Hello. You don't have to prove anything, Matt. I, I <laughs> leave him alone. I'm a cruel <laughs> <ring guy. laughs> uh, It's why Grant was closer friends with Heidi. I mean, Derek. Derek said <laughs> a lot of uh, the. You know, Grant was just an amazing person and one of the nicest people I met out here. Uh, one of the kindest. He, he would always remember you and and say hey and uh, ask how you were doing and. He would, he cared about his friends. Uh, you know, he would, he would help anyone, but he would go above and beyond anything for his friends. Uh, and I think that's a lesson that we could all take, you know, just be there for your friends and, and reach out to them and help them when, when they need it. And, you know, be, be there for people. Uh, I mean, he's left a huge mark and his passing because he's that amazing and because he touched so many lives. So. And I'd invited our friend Jenna Bush to, to join us. And, and Jenna at the, you know, earlier today said, Jonathan, I'm, I'm just not up for it. I emotionally it's, it's really tough, but she said something that I thought was pretty beautiful when we were talking yesterday and and Jenna uh, worked on Will Wheaton's, tabletop show and grant was on it quite a bit over uh uh, the early nerdist youtube channel um and she said that something that her husband jeff had told her was that like grief will have its day you know you you can you can not talk about it you can put it off you can do this but in 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 it reminds me of like what mel and fawn like who are literally like grant's brothers are going through right now is like they're not they're not able to talk about the stuff but one day grief will have its day and it'll and, and, and that'll be the day that you cry and that'll be the day that you process this. And Days. <laughs> sometimes it's years, Heidi. Like, yeah. oh, it, will know, be. Like, it will be. It, it, it took me a better part of 20 years to be functional after, after my brother was killed. And, and Grant, for many of us, it, it might be those 20 years, you know, and there's, there's no shame in that. Um, but just good luck as we're out there and just keep celebrating each other's lives and Grant's life and each other and, uh, and being honest and, and Matt, I want to hug you, man. Yeah. I love you so much. You. Last time I saw uh, him, it's Heidi giving you a hug. Uh, I squished you. <laughs> uh, I'm hugging what? a pillow for the listeners. <laughs> Matt, Matt uh, if you need anything, reach out. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you, buddy. Love you. Last time we saw each other in person was at each other's birthdays. Yeah. Two so months apart. Yeah. Okay. I love you, Matt. Love you too. (laughs) Bye, buddy. All right. It's just us. Just us. What's for dinner? (laughs) 
I'm kidding. <laughs> McDonald's. No, we did that Monday night in celebration of Grant. Uh, I know. That's why I said it. Well, gorgeous. Thanks for doing this. Uh, it's been tough the last two days seeing Thank you go through this. I know you miss your friend. Very uh, much. I think that, I think the same question that you're asking the rest of them was, you know, for me, I would just say, I don't think we can say enough that he was kind, right? So kindness, compassion, all of those things were important to him. I also, a lot of people were saying he was always there for his friends. What's really impressive to me about him is that he did that, but he was also really good at self-care too, from what I could tell anyway. He knew when he needed to rest. He knew when he needed um, time to himself and he was really good at asking for that in a really non, you know, not that you have to be one way or the other, but he was just really good at doing that diplomatically even, you know, I think it's one of the things that I think our society has trouble with is boundaries and self-care and, you know, not sounding like people worry they're going to sound selfish if they can't do something or just because it's not the right time for them or it doesn't feel good to them or they need to take some time for themselves. That's not a selfish thing. It's, it's, it's something I took a, took a long time for me to learn. And he really displayed that too. I never, you know, I never felt like, and, and he still managed to make time for all of us. I don't know how he did it. Um, but I think it's a WWGD. What would Grant do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I still, I don't know. I think I, you've seen me. I have a really hard time. It's, it's, and I wasn't even the closest person to him. I just had a couple of really great years of getting to know him and hanging out. And like, and the last time I saw him was the baby Yoda. And the time before that, I hung out at his house and we ordered pho. We tried to order ramen and it was closed. So we ordered pho and we just hung out and talked and ate pho. And that was what we did, you know, and, I don't want to not be sad about it because it means that we loved him. America Young, one of our good friends too, she she showed me a meme that says, "I'm somebody to the effect of how lucky I am that um, it's so hard. I have something in my life that's so hard to say goodbye to or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it says, but the fact I don't like being sad. I don't like the fact that he's gone, but I'm grateful that I loved and cared about him enough and that all of us did enough to feel this. You know, I think that's beautiful. There's my melancholy. <laughs> so well, thank you for giving us a chance to talk about it. Of course. Of course. Uh, I think that's part of the process of um, pushing through those stages, denial right. being one of them. I've seen Absolutely. you that. Uh, as Jennifer Kretschmer said in the comments, he was kind, curious, generous, playful, funny, delighted, sincere, loving all the time. He was so many things. So uh, gentle too. Just really gentle. And uh, as Ashley is saying, his passing made me realize that I lived my whole life as next time. And I don't want that anymore. And Grant, and his friendship definitely was a lot of next time. Him being on the show, the few times that I've asked him, uh, mainly in the last two years of seeing him at Fonco, definitely 
suffered from next time, next time, next time, working on some things next time. Mm-hmm. And thing is always there, but uh, thinking was always going to be there, but um, I the, wanted to, I wanted him to know you better. I was excited for that. Well, know? then I shouldn't have screwed up our relationship. Should I? Have? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been doing some pretty amazing things and I think I, I am grateful for you. Thank you for being there for me. You're, um, you, Hey, let me pay you a compliment. Be quiet. You are, you have a lot of wonderful qualities, my dear. And you've, You've really been there for me through this, especially. I think because you get it, you know. I think I, I ask you questions all the time. I'm like, "How did you do this? How did you?" And I mean, I still can't imagine what your loss is like. I have no idea what that's like. So, well, we're not in this alone, and no. we can lean on each other. So, in closing, yeah. I would like to thank everybody for watching. I'd like for if you're watching this live, if you're watching this later, if you're listening on the podcast feed, or. Uh, whatever. I just want to say thanks for sharing your time with us. Uh, feel free to lean on us. We may turn to lean on you. Uh, we weren't the ones who knew Grant the best, but we did love him. Uh, and we did think that we, he would always be there. And now that he's not, we ha- only can really celebrate his life. Uh, and that is part of the healing process is this idea that um, it hurts right now uh, and it will continue to hurt. But um, as I did two weeks ago, I didn't just celebrate my brother's death. I, I celebrated his life. And I hope that you guys enjoyed over the last hour plus us celebrating Grant's life with some people who knew him. Maybe not the best, maybe not the worst, but uh, that's what we try to do. What, one thing I wish I could say to his mother was to thank her for having him. Absolutely. I'm, I've never met her, but if any of you all know her, please tell her thank you for having him. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to wrap up. Love you, gorgeous. I can cook tonight. I'll see you in the other room. I'm in the living room. (laughs) I'll see you in two two minutes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I do. I love you. Thanks, gorgeous. Uh, Geeks gave us the offers on the table. If you need anything, let me know. That's why we built this thing. Never asked for a dime on this podcast. Never got paid to do this podcast. Never got paid to make the website or any of that stuff. And we do pay a lot. Uh, we spend some money on this stuff and we love it because it gives you guys a place to hang out and share your thoughts and your feelings. Um, and it gives us a community. So thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of this. If you're a part of this, if you weren't part of this and you have stories to share, like, Hey, let's do it. Reach out to me. Um, we're nothing if not forums for each other. We're not, we're nothing if not pillars for each other to lean on. Uh, because if we're not those things for each other, then we, we stand alone. And that's one thing that Grant never did and made sure that we knew we never had to do in his presence. So uh, share with each other, be a part of each other's lives, help each other out, even in this time of distance. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Love you. Don't hate create. Um, And over and out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.